Welcome to the Watchman Podcast by Bleed TV. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. Uh, we're down in cash tonight, but we're going to manage without him. Uh, this is episode five. This was uh, Little Fear of Lightning. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess it's got something to do with the the blast from the squid, is what you know, referencing, I guess. You know, looking glasses, demeanor, and his mindset. You know, as he said, he's in the tunnel still. Uh, you go with that? Yeah, and I'm sure anybody who's been struck by lightning would always be afraid of lightning afterwards. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But So overall, episode, man, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. This is excellent. First off, I mean, we already know I'm a huge fan of the actor who plays Looking Glass. Um, so anytime he's on the screen, I'm happy. Oddly, didn't see him in his mask as much, which is really captivating to me. Um, I hope we don't stop seeing him in his mask that is of course if he survived the end of this episode um yeah that was the only downer to the episode was the potential yeah um yeah i mean the main reason i hope he survives because he's just an excellent excellent actor he plays his part so well i think the series or this this entire show would be a it would be a catastrophe to lose in my opinion Maybe the best actor on the show right now. As far as I'm concerned, it, he's the strongest character on the show. Um, I mean, obviously Angela's way up there, and she's more the the focus. But I don't know. I just love when he's on the screen. Any anytime he's on there, I feel like right. he steals the show. So he has a great charisma. I just I'm really impressed, and I think that's the reason I fell in love with this episode so well. Is that plus this is one of the few episodes that was like truly like almost chronologically in order through the entire episode. We were doing a complete build up from a backstory and working our way all the way through the episode like we were in time and in tune. You know, right? And and I'd say this was your peak episode as far as. Like, all these things have been building, a lot of craziness, a lot of weirdness. Still a lot of weirdness we don't understand yet. But, like, there was lots of reveals. It was. And to and, me, it was the biggest reveal episode so far by, oh, definitely, by none. definitely. You know? and, and for all the stuff that we obviously get wrong on this show and don't remember or don't, don't think about like other people maybe do, we kind of nailed some of this stuff. Yeah, Um well, of course, the show gave us some good clues on a lot of different things. And so I thought that was, you know, it was clever in some parts, but it also has been very good at, like, rope-a-doping you completely. You know what I mean? And so, and then when they do reveal something, they also add a touch of humor to it as well, which I think is fantastic. I mean, that's just that's just quality writing. Absolutely. And, you know, so bravo to the showrunners, writers, and stuff like that. Every time we had a big reveal, there was a little, it was a little extra to it. It just made it that much more enjoyable. And... This episode muddied the waters a lot, too, in the fact of, like, who's the bad guy right now? That's a good point. I mean, realistically... I mean, it's easy to say, oh, it's a senator. He's a shithole. But it may actually turn out that the senator is basically like the Rorschach character in saying that, no, the government's just full of shit. And I've infiltrated it, and now I've started this, and we're going to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, my, the Seven Calvary has turned into the people who have seen the light, and we're going to bring it. We're going to show everybody, you know, this the new is, reality. They're going to be like the whistleblowers. 
to a point, yeah. Would seem that way, right? <laughs> You're using whistleblower, quid pro quo got used today. Squid pro quo? <laughs> I mean, like, some of the terms are, like, I so mean, relative they, right did now. Did they write these episodes <laughs> like, right yeah. after? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hilarious <laughs> yes. um, that this stuff is happening. Um, I, yeah, I, I love what they did and the fact that they are muddying it so much. They're not giving us a... Just a direct bad guy. Um, we knew. I mean, obviously, we're not uh, comic book followers, but we were, you know, the other movie follower. We knew what Adrian's like politics are, much like um, Doctor Manhattan's are. It's like you know, it's actions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Like true for we're doing no something to fix it. So. It's, we find out this episode. I mean, that what big thing he did. Yeah, that video they showed was just kind of like, it was a cool way of like, you know, after initially when you first watch the episode in the very beginning, when you get the giant squid and hold on yards, and then you get this video towards the end, it was a nice way in a single episode of wrapping up a lot of reveal in one thing and really defining Adrian's character to a person who has never read the comic books, et cetera, so on. You get to see what he is because I mean, like you and I knew enough about the comic books and this or so on. Didn't, re- didn't write and read all of them, whatever you call it. And everything else, but we knew of the character, what he was, the premise of everything, and you could do that. So if you were the average viewer, someone we are pretty close of, you know, this solidifies who Adrian is and why he's in imprisoned on a planet in a you know in a bubble of a foreign world and everything else. So I mean, like this gives you a lot. You know, it connects a big dot for that character for this episode. Yeah, I agree, but. Still, big question on what timeline Adrian is in. Because in our current time that we're watching, Abar's time, mm-hmm. right? There was a squid fall. We saw it. In the video, he talks about, you know, after the big squid, we'll of course need to make small events to keep up the fear, but which is the squid falls. Correct. You know, and it's like, Adrian's not doing that right now. You know what I mean? I have a feeling that Adrian is clearly not on the same timeline. And that is, that has been predicted by several people. And when I listen to other pods and other things and get on Reddit, there is that distinction. However, I don't see a smoking gun that says he is yet. If that makes sense. But and here's the thing too. It shows this episode. He is on a moon of Jupiter. Correct. Time is moving at a totally different speed for him than it is for us. He's many light years away. So time is moving drastically faster on earth than it is for him where he's at. Correct. And, but you know, when we're talking about dimensional stuff and we're talking about what Dr. Manhattan can do and different things like that, cause I mean, I believe we're both on the premise that Dr. Manhattan has created this false narrative of I would, prison than where he is. I would is. assume. Yes. Um, So, you know, do we say that Manhattan has the ability to like snap fingers and he can be back in one place to another or different things? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do we know the limitations of Manhattan's ability? You know what I'm saying? So like, I hear what you're saying, but dare I say, I'm afraid that if there's too far a gap, what 
what does that do to the show for his character in the you know like when that reveals you know what I'm saying so yeah I have concerns about it but don't get me wrong the way this show's gone there's no telling how they flip that you know what I mean oh and, I, and once again could totally be off still oh yeah no clue necessarily mm-hmm. you know and you know in his video he's like this is seven years after I'm, I'm recording this in 1985 in 24 hours it's going to happen. But FYI, when you get this video seven years in the past, Robert Ever, enjoy your presidency yeah. that I planned. That I yeah. orchestrated. Right, like that. And so make sure you understand, you know, these are the things. we've got several hours of more conversation to maintain your presidency. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like I said, like you said, the squid stuff and everything else, which, again, that goes back to the whole, do you think this is a governmental conspiracy to main, you know, dimensional attacks and da 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 you know, so. Turns it kinda, out it is. Turns out it is. In a way. credence to that. And, um. But again, the Seventh Cavalry and the Senator are planning something new and unique and with their own spin to happen on Tulsa. Yes. So, what do we feel like their motivation to do this is to expose, like you say, whistleblowers to what the government is doing? So, is the Senator's goal is to cripple the government of this big lie they've been going over? I mean, not sure yet. Here's the thing if it was that was the goal, couldn't you just play the video? To show that it was a governmental hoax, that a madman did this, and that the, what's been going on has been governmental hoaxing ever since. Yeah, yeah, I mean that I would guess, also yes and no, but you think about like in today, somebody just shows you a video that looks like a commercial. Basically, people are still going to call bullshit on that. Still skeptical. Yeah, I mean, like even looking at, it, I still kept his EDS at the end. You know what I mean? Like he's still not a hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm not sure, I, I realize what happened to Angela in the episode, but I'm not 100% sure that Looking Glass has turned 100% towards the 7th Cavalry side. I don't think so. I mean, to me, if I want to make an early prediction, these four guys walking into this house are about to walk into Looking Glass's trap. I mean, like he said, the reason he got into the forest was because of the white knight. I'm willing to bet if he's got a bunker, EDS program, and this and our so on, that if anybody comes up to his door... He's got preparations in place. The guy looks like a doomsday prepper. One of my favorite shows, by the way. Wish it was still on. Yes. And I hope the fact is that he's sitting there and (laughs) just waiting for them to come through his door because I want him to know. And this was my fear at the end of this. It's like, yes, set Angela up for this, but okay, what happens to you after? Because now you're not needed. Yeah, yeah. You become a loose end. Right. You're just like any other loose end that's been on the show or on any... <laughs> any story of all drama. time, yeah, any gun. you know. So I was like, I was just waiting for the van to pull up. You know what I mean? I was like, oh shit, here we go. And I'm scared because they had wasted no time killing Judd, who's a great character, great actor. And it's like, don't yeah, don't me, kill my no dude. one is safe. Yeah, yeah, you have, you have that feeling after episode one for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know. Let's go back to the beginning. What did you think about the, what I'm assuming is this is a Jehovah Witness group getting off of buses, going, you know, oh, or something similar to that? No, I know it is because I've been handed a Watchtower magazine okay. at a gas station before. Um, now, I'm not sure it's Jehovah's Witness because... This is an alternate reality now. Yeah, but I mean, there's using realistic stuff in it. Right. So it's like the white shirts with the ties and stuff like that. Um I would say yes. It definitely fits the physical but appearance. that's not what handed me a Watchtower magazine at the gas station either. Right. So it's like, 
Maybe. I think I think so, yes. But So what do you think of the depiction of 1985 in Hoboken, New Jersey? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's about right. I mean, because, you know, some of the comics I listen to their podcasts and stuff like that. I mean, like this is Artie Lang's old stomping grounds and stuff like that. Still his stomping grounds, you know what I mean? It's like... This was about. I mean, it was a kind of a party area and yeah, rough I mean, area. School, and, you got not school, but like street carnival going on. You got yeah, you know, like that. So now, I mean, obviously, everything's not the same, right? Things are weirder, but <laughs> yes, definitely. You know, but uh, yeah, I, did was did you like me pick up on the second he said Wade? I was like, oh okay, well this is was his look. This is young looking glass. Did you immediately pick up on that? N- not until they said Wade, and then I was like. Why do I know Wade? Wade, Wade, Wade. Oh, it's like, oh, looking glasses, Wade. Right. They even picked a real skinny, kind of yeah. gangly dude to play him, you know. Right. Um, and I think it's ironic that, you know, it happens while he's in a room full of mirrors. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good little setup. You know what I mean? And well, I wonder if that's in the comic book, if it's part of his background. But I love how it's part of it. I'm not sure, but I think the mirrors are what saved him. Mm-hmm. Well, it looked like there was a few people... That were in the streets that survived. They were, there were, and I, I wasn't paying close enough attention to see if maybe they were near something too. But the mirrors, like, uh, what's her name was saying, um, Blake was saying, you know, so you surround yourself with the mirrors is perfect protection from a sonic blast or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, a psychic blast. I, you know, I, I would assume it's something kind of like a laser or, or, you know, something reflective. Well, it would reflect. Instead of directly impacting him, right, and just like when people talk about tin tin foil hats and this that or so on, absolutely, it's, I mean, it's, it's he a, literally it's a, is wearing a tin foil hat. <laughs> yes, I mean it really is. It is comical that you get this reveal of why he is who he is, and that's what that comedy element to it is. Yeah, well, absolutely, you know? <laughs> and it's great, and it and it's perfect for his character, uh, no doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. all of it makes sense. You see his, uh, you know his. Ex-wife, you find out that, oh you know that she gosh. spent years trying to, you know, convince him that she wasn't going to abandon him, and, and yeah, and, uh, so he's definitely got you know a lot of mental issues, you know, because I mean, think about it: the man was coaxed out of his clothes, you know what I mean? He was in a monumental moment of sin to his own mind, and then this happens to all this. Why, you know, yeah. I can imagine almost this guy like a left-behind moment too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I mean, like when he says he's still in the tunnel, there ain't no doubt. And once again, excellent writers. Oh yeah, all the stuff about the tunnel. You mm-hmm. know, we're all in it. But what's at the end of the tunnel? Light and blah, blah blah. I was like, man, this is really good. This is deep. You know, this is deep <laughs> stuff. Um, Go back to your ex-wife, dude. How about this pet store? Terrific. <laughs> this is. This is just this is like, going to happen one day. This is I know what it was. It was the seventh day, or what was the what was the clone movie Schwarzenegger did? Sixth day, sixth day. Repet, repet. Yes. Yeah. You know Charlie didn't make it, so I went to repet and got Charlie again. Yeah. No, no yeah. stop, stop right there. You know? Just to say, this one looks a little smaller than the other. Throw it in the incinerator. Box. To be incinerated. <laughs> it's just like, wow, wow. Um, you one cold, cold woman uh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess once you've made a bunch of dogs constantly and stuff like that, you kind of get a little numb to it. I guess there is somebody who is the euthanizer at every pound. You know what I mean? That has just gone ahead and say, well, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Uh, one of the most horrific things I've ever seen is when somebody swings the door open and they're they're throwing another somebody's pet or an animal that didn't make it onto a pile. 
to be removed. And I'm like, I'm scarred for life. Yeah, and then you can look at her and, and be like, I was married to a guy for seven years who lived in fear all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why. I was like, like when she's when she started talking to him about, it, I was like, I was like, I got that old like Andy Dufresne, get busy living or get busy dying. Correct. You know, and I was just like, okay, I can understand that. That would be a terrible way to live. Yeah, because obviously they were at the same house. She's getting the mail there, yeah. and so the bunker, you know, all the stuff that's going on, the yeah. EDS, the the whole nine yards. Um, but yeah, that that was crazy. There's no doubt. <laughs> There's no doubt. All that stuff is pretty wild to deal with him. Uh, no, no, the worst wild ever uh. was the TV screen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> when we have. Uh, you know, the two superheroes, you know, uh, hooded, exposing the job. Hooded Justice. I don't know who the other one was. Well, at first, you know, they turn it on and you see a jock strap. Yeah, like somebody's getting changed clothes or something. Well, no, I thought it was just going to be a porn or something like that. But this is the next episode or whatever of the hero's tale. Or what's it? Whatever. American yeah, the hero, hero story. The hero story, yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, just, <laughs> just giving this dude the business. And I'm just like, I can see your face. Take it off. You know? I know you're no. beautiful under there. <laughs> and he's just like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> As like, he's steadily throbbing, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was sitting in my chair going, what the hell am I watching here? <laughs> now you see where all the trigger warnings before the episode was for. Um, but yeah, this just, is not suitable for any child whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not no. even with parental guidance. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I was just like, I love his puppet mouth. You know, as he's watching, he's just like, "What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Where, where have we gone here?" Yeah. Um, so it almost makes you want to know. It's like, is this propaganda or is this something they were putting in there? You know. Yeah, I, I've kind of felt like that's what it was. You know what I mean? I don't I think don't, that I'm, they would I, show I, a true hero story by going into I, the uh, sexual stuff. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know what the the thought on it was, but then the siren starts going off, and this is where we learn that he has an EDS system, um, <laughs> that he has programmed, I guess, to go off just for drills. Correct. And it looks like it's programmed to go off randomly, so he doesn't know it's coming. You know, he does the classic doomsday prepper thing of he runs to his bunker, shuts it down, and then he hits the e stop. And records the amount of time it took him to get down there. Right, and stuff. he's prepping, but it fails. The alarm keeps going off until he has to rip it off the wall <laughs> and kick the it. shit out of it. Um, and then demands a, a new unit. New yeah, unit yeah. Overnight. Um, but you get to you, get, you kind of dive more into how messed up he is. No, that's his mental psychosis. You know, there's no doubt. Well, that's uh, it would be double the price. You know, I mean, it's the same cost. You know, to overnight it. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. You know, I'm just like, dang, man. So, yeah, it's um, it's a brutal go for him. <laughs> I thought once the alarm going, I thought we were about to get another squid storm. Yeah, I thought it was something. And I thought he was. I was looking for something unique, or yeah. like I thought at the end of the episode, like all right, he's getting attacked. Like this is his alarm system or something. Yeah. You know that he knows that something's been tripped, his perimeter, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know, but but it kind of filled me with that. But again. Another way to throw a little comedy into a situation of somebody's disturbed psychosis with this, yeah, you know, again and again, this over and over. All right, his ex-wife gives him the news. This is nostalgia pills, okay, which evidently are like stored memories you give yourself to remind yourself of yourself. Is that what I'm getting at? 
it's just to be able to remember. So it's a pill to remember. Which it's illegal and they got rid of and everything like that. They got rid of it apparently because it, if you take somebody else's, you have a, like you can go into psychotic episodes. Right. In which that's what we're leading into next week. Obviously. I mean, yeah. Um, but it's also going to give us a cool episode on the background of Will Reeves. And we'll probably get, like you said earlier, when we were getting ready to go to the studio, was is that we'll probably get a lot of Judd. And we'll probably get a lot of a backstory on, you know, his character becoming into this, hopefully, you know. Yeah. Or we'll get some background on him from Will Reeves' past, you know, like his grandfather or something like that. I could totally see a situation where Will Reeves interacted with Judd's father or grandfather at a much older time, and you get to see little Judd or something of that nature. Maybe so. You know? Maybe so. Um, but I think we're going to get the actual moment at the tree. I hope so. Um, well, I mean, they show Angela in the wheelchair under the tree. True. So I'm assuming we're going to actually get the moment where he talks to Judd. All right. And here's the funny thing is, too, is that everybody thinks that he's murdered. What if we just say that he got up there and hung himself because of what real Reeves tells him or this, that, or so on. So nobody suspects that he commits suicide. But for all you know, Will Reeves unravels whatever he thought or reminds him of what it was darkening his past or what da 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 And he goes up there and does this of his own volition. You know, So there's always a possibility of us rope-a-doping in that situation as well. True. And then you know, with the senator saying somebody killed Judd and we don't know who. But we think she knows. But we think she knows. So it's like, okay, well, the cavalry don't actually know who did it. The senator and Judd appear to be working together at the time. From what he's saying, he's like, we both took over our perspective ends to bring peace or whatever. Correct. And Looking Glass didn't believe him about Judd necessarily, but I don't know if he was saying that to say like they both just did the same thing or they were actually working together. Yeah they, yeah, they were both on controlling their own quadrants of the cavalry. It's kind of what I felt like. You know, Judd had his group and the Senator had his, and it was a mutual understanding so that we could keep things where they are. And da 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 da. Well, he was saying that Judd took the police and he took the cavalry. Well, here's the thing. My my concern is is that then why did? And he says he came to the cavalry after. The uh, White Knight, right? I'm not positive on that. I think I know so. he said like he. I know he, Looking he told, Glass joined after the, the White yeah, Knight. The White Knight. But I feel like he said he came in after all that had come down, and he came to like fix it. Yeah, give it better direction. Yeah, because they're doing ex- test, you know, testing with this teleporter. You know, yeah. How about Looking Glass having the exact model, same one that was at this place, and da, 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 da. exactly what a conspiracy theorist would be like, though. Right. Uh, they just dive headfirst into all that stuff. Right. So. No doubt. Um, you know, something else about the episode that I really enjoyed. I loved it on three separate occasions. They showed Looking Glass on his normal day to day job. Oh, yeah, you dealing know, with you know, the product and Then we had the stuff. commercial yeah. was hilarious, you know. <laughs> the guy from, what was it, um, the HBO show? Dude from Sopranos. Sopranos is like, yeah. you know, we like our squid with, you know, a little butter. Calamari. Calamari. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and 
So, you know, he, he, you know, he's like, they're giving us all tens here. And he's like, you know, you don't pay me to yeah, <laughs> lick yeah. your boots, you know. And, all uh, and then, of course, there fear. was the, yeah. the smileyos. Well, I don't taste anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you be more specific? What about the crunch? Raise your hand if you like the crunch. <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, then it was mercy. Mercy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it was. It just it just goes to show more in depth about how they're trying to keep their cover of normal people also being cops on the side. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I love that he had a storage unit. Right. He parks his cover vehicle in, and then he goes in his Bronco. You know when he's looking glass. You know. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Like Abar goes to a bakery. He goes to a storage facility. I guess yeah. everybody has their own. Their yeah. shtick, you know, as they say. Do you think we're going to get an episode uh, with the, um, what's the red guy's name? Red Scare? Red Scare. Do you think we get one? I, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. I think he's like just a little bit of an extra. He's a little comic relief, uh, I Yeah. Feel. I mean, the sandwich, dude. Did you get the lettuce from this from bag? This? Right? It was clearly an evidence bag. <laughs> you just tore it. It's going to go bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got lettuce on that sandwich? <laughs> Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> I mean, and then the lettuce, that little joke was just to remind everybody of the lettuce truck. Exactly. It was a good little lead-in to what yeah. you look for later. Um, you want to talk about Adrian's a little bit? I'll tell you what, let's, since you mentioned lettuce, let's finish up the whole setup. Okay. How good was it that this girl comes to therapy group, you know, says, follow me, they have beers, and they get in touch with each other a little bit, do the kiss, and then... But how about the black and white movie with the girl in the red jacket walking around? That's Schindler's List. <laughs> that's what she was talking about. Yeah, that's the, re, that's the, that's the new version. Apparently of, there was a reimagining uh, yeah, for this. Yeah, we're not going to do the what Holocaust. Was the name of it? Do you remember? It was a Pale Horse. Pale Horse. A pale Horse. But yeah. But you remember a horrific moment oh, in yeah. Schindler's List, the girl walking around while the Nazis are pulling Jews out and they're shooting them in the streets and stuff. And then you see her getting her body being pulled away in a cart at some point too. It's like, yeah, pretty sure that was Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Spielberg and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they did a good job with her. Um, you know, but him coming, cause like, but the one thing I didn't like is what is he going in there by himself? You know, why is he, you know, he grabs his gun, goes in there and there's eight people who steps out and says, don't effing move when you got nine jokers in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and well, I don't know. I, I mean, they covered all their bases on it, I guess they had tracked the frequency, you know what I mean? And stole it. So they knew that he was coming. They knew no backup was coming and everything like that. Right. So, I mean, they, they planned it, I guess, just right. Um, and I guess they're only bringing him in just so he can push a bar. Yeah, and that was all it was, and yeah. it worked. You know, I mean, how do you get this guy who thinks that the world is, is a step away from extramental attack again to change his tune and trust us to do something we need him to do? Yeah. Okay, let's go get this video, you know. But I don't feel like the senator was lying. I don't either. About the video and all that stuff. I feel like that's real. Um, and you like, I like seeing Adrian with the blonde hair and a little bit younger mm-hmm. look. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, the the blanks and the whole nine yards. I mean, it was, it was good. I'm, I, and I'm very curious of what they're going to shoot through a, a teleporter that's going to change or do an attack or something. I don't know. 
Yeah. No idea. There's going to be a big creativity there. But talking about Adrian, okay, so it takes us no time that he's in his suit. They're pumping air into him. I mean. And he's ready to go, you know. Girl tries to put a rose in her arm like that for his safe travel. He's like, get off me, get off me. He's just like waving her off. He has no feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so he gets shot. And it's cool. He exits the bubble. And he's in space. He's in space. He's on a moon of Jupiter. Lands. And when there's over awesome. hundreds of bodies on the ground. Hundreds of bodies everywhere of his staff yeah. that he's murdered and <laughs> fired off in there. Um, and so he's excited. A satellite comes by. Well, he's been Modern dragging te- yeah, frozen just, bodies all over the place. Snapping arms and legs off stuff. Again, I am laughing my ass yeah, off. Man. Horrific. Horrific. <laughs> awesome stuff. Um, and so he spells out the message, uh, save me D. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for this, like I said, for this telescope to come on by, and of course it's taking pictures and stuff like that, and he's like, I've done it, da-da-da-da-da, or whatever. And then it gets wrangled back into the tube, um, or his bubble, or whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, his king, you know, his encapture. Um, but, dude, just... So the warden <laughs> looks like the Lone Ranger. Correct. Um has a little tight mustache, wears the Lone Ranger style mask. And he could totally be one of the clones. He looks a lot like one of the Mr. Phillips. The, yeah, one of the male clones. Um, but I just have no clue. They are Dude, not when he took giving. the machete out and stabbed his heart, I was like, what? No, no, no. You know, like, no I didn't think he was going to die. You know, I was like, man, I was worried there for a second. Yeah. After what we've seen, this, there's no holds barred. I don't know why, but I didn't have any fear for Adrian at this point. Um, cause I think his role is too big to play. Oh yeah. He's got a lot more coming. Um, I mean the thing that this whole episode, we did not even look at miss true and all that stuff like that. True. True that. You know what I mean? So it's like, we know there's a whole nother thing going on over there too. Well, there's so, so many things going on right now that like we didn't touch Will Reeves. We didn't touch miss true. We didn't touch a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. And we know Manhattan's involved at some point. So God, I hope so. Well, I mean, either in a flashback or something. I don't well, know. Well, just but. like what he said, he goes, you know, your your God has left you. Yeah. And, in, and the ward even confirms it, yes. And he will likely not be back. Uh, so I like that. You know, God have mercy on you. And he's like, ha your God has left you. And he's like, you're right. No mercy. <laughs> and then you get, <laughs> and then you get, the, then you get the perfume. Yeah. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Great timing. Great, great, great timing. All right. So I'm going to be honest. I am actually worried about next week's episode. I'm afraid that it's going to be a little much. I don't know why I have that feeling. I just do. It's going to be weird, that's for sure, because we're going to get Abar in place of her grandfather in a lot of weird roles. Um, But, I mean, it should be interesting. It should reveal quite a bit on why he's involved with true and all that stuff. And I mean, once again, this should be another big revealing episode. Do we feel like it's going to show that he is one of the, uh, you know, the Minutemen of the original, you know, superheroes group? Cause that's been a lot of speculation for a long time, especially through, you know, social media and Reddit and so on that he was, you know, maybe the original hooded justice or this, that or so on. I mean, honestly, no idea. There's no clue. I 
I don't even have information from comic books or anything like that to speculate. Yeah. Well, this, since this is all post, I'm just, I'm really, really curious to see how they're going to, what they're, what they're going to, I'm really curious to see what they're going to unveil as a, a big reveal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to get something. I Like I said, I think we're going to get the Judd moment. So I think that'll be a big reveal. Um, but I think there's going to be some other stuff in there too. Well, I think you're also going to get her lineage. I think she's going to get to understand who her parents and grandparents are and so on. Cause we have yeah. never bridged that gap. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting to see where we go from there. It's also going to be interesting to see what, how Blake and them are going to respond. You know, they're showing these scenes of Blake talking to her yeah. and then her husband trying to talk to her, you know, I mean, there could be a lot of things going on with that. And for all you know, like Lady True or somebody could be the one that actually helps her get out of this psychosis that she's, or whatever. You Definitely know. could. No, no telling. I mean. It's such an open field. It could get weird, obviously. All right. So the two big things. The warden says no mercy. Okay. You and I, neither one of us are in fear of Adrian's death. I don't think this is their soul. I'm not. No. You know, um, but then of, course, then, of course, like we said, we've mentioned looking glass and four armed guys with shotguns coming at him. Um, and of course, they didn't show him in a preview. Right. And they didn't show Adrian in a preview. I truly hope that looking glass, I hope the cold open of the next episode is just him. I'm fine with just seeing four blasts. You know, the window lighting up four times and him walking out and putting the EDS box in the trash can. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, just something as simple as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope. I hope. By that happening, he could also look at it and go, what have I done to my friend? I literally just did what they wanted me to do and now they were going to kill me. Right. And so he becomes Abar's friend again, you know, or tries to help her or something like that. And the thing is, if four cavalry guys come to try to kill him and he kills all of them then what then what does he do it's not like the senator can stop sending guys after him true that but it also will awaken the police force of they almost tried to kill me last night four Roshaks. you know what i mean so i mean that could open up a big can of worms in a way it'd be cool if they like fake his death you know and he has to go hide out a red scares trailer Somewhere, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. um, I could do an episode like that. Yeah, I, totally. <laughs> excellent buddy cop, you know, video with them two morons. Um, I I hope he survives it. Massively hope that. Agree, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I I would hope he lives more than even Adrian. Yeah, yeah. But I but, don't think I don't think there's any fear for Adrian though. Is the problem? So yeah. So like you said, we don't. We don't feel like we have a determined bad guy right now. That's the one thing that is like not truly on point, but I think it's on purpose. Like it's going to be another reveal in some unique way. I think a lot of the this whole show is showing is like there's always these people up top that are making all these big decisions that affect all the little people down low, and there's just nothing you can do about it. Like they just keep doing it. They just wave their wand and they make all these big decisions. You know what I'm saying? It's like what Adrian did. He's like, it's going to kill half the population of New York, you know, but it'll, but it'll save lives in the long run. You know what I mean? True. Very true. So, you know, he even talks about it. It's the greater good. It's the greater good argument. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And and we've seen that in Harry Potter. We've seen it in so many things. I mean, so many characters have that greater good mentality. 
Well, how many times have you heard, could you kill one to save a thousand? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or some kind of number ratio. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, not um, everyone's Captain America. You know? No. <laughs> no. So. Exactly. Exactly. Guys, what did y'all think? Was there something more to it? Was there a little something we missed? I mean, I saw Zigzag Records. I saw some other little storefronts that probably had some cool names that maybe were, you know, throwbacks to comics and so on. Again, y'all, y'all have been awesome with the emails. Uh, I can't thank you enough for all the conversation on social media, uh, the positive reviews on iTunes. And if you haven't done that and you want to do it, that'd be great. We really appreciate it. It's helped us out. Our podcast is boosted way up there. We're you know usually in the top four or five with the show, and I really that that's just a testament to you guys and all these great listens we get. And so from Bleed TV to you guys, we're telling you thank y'all very much. We appreciate y'all listening. We try to do our best to make it a free show that no ads, no nothing. Um, and so we want to continue that. But like I said, keep hitting us up. We're on Bleed TV Podcast at gmail.com or on social media. There's Zach Bleed TV or Bleed TV Podcast as a page. Uh, we're on Twitter as well, Bleed TV Podcast. So uh, you want to chat, talk, just whatever, whatever, follow, man, let us know. Um, but I think that's kind of a wrap for the show. What do you think? Yep. Uh, again, really enjoyed it. Looking last, better be alive. That's my going to be my hashtag, you know. <laughs> um, uh, for next week. But uh, other than that, I think we're called a night. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And we'll see y'all next week. Unforgettable. That's what you are.